0: Listening to the U Urban Bible Study weekly leaders training podcast. The U curriculum is especially created by and for urban and multi ethnic churches. This podcast is designed to help leaders lead a Bible study using Lifeways U Urban Bible Study resources. Each week, we examine the biblical passage review some questions teachers may face, and give a practical teaching tip. I'm Dr. Mark the General Editor for the U Bible Study, and today I'm joined by Natasha Menefee, our Content Editor. Hello, Natasha.
1: Hello, Mark. We are back for another uh, great session in the study. It's all about Jesus. Uh, this week is session two, The Ministry of Jesus. And in this session, it'll show us that every aspect of Jesus's ministry, his teaching and his miracles lead us to identify him as the Messiah and the son of God. Um, so many people assume that Jesus was, he was good, which he was, or maybe he was just a moral teacher, but those things, um, sometimes they miss the far greater truth, which is that Jesus's teaching is not meant to just make us good or make us moral citizens. The purpose of his teaching is meant to bring us back to a relationship with God.
0: All right, so through his miracles and teaching, Jesus points us to a relationship with God. Here's the question. Why does humanity need a relationship with God? Here's the first point, to experience healing. We get to see this in Luke 6, verses 17 through 19. After coming down with them, he stood on a level place with a large crowd of his disciples, and a great number of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. They came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who and those tormented by unclean spirits were made well. The whole crowd was trying to touch him because power was coming out from him and healing them. All right, so uh, so they wanted to experience healing. and and so that's one of the portions of Jesus's ministry, the fact that he is a healer. And so we get this great story about him in this particular place, people coming from everywhere, all of Judea and Jerusalem, and from Tyre and Sidon. Now, this is interesting, uh, just an interesting little thought. Let me chase a little rabbit here for a second. Jerusalem and Judea represent the holy places of God, right? Jerusalem, and Judea. If you get to look at some of the history of Tyre and Sidon, they were cursed cities. And so whether you're coming from this part of what I'm getting here, whether you're coming from the holy place or whether you're coming from the cursed cities, he is still a healer. He's a healer for everybody, no matter where you come from, right? And so uh, they came to hear him, and to be healed. So it was twofold. They didn't just come to be healed. They came to hear and be healed and uh, of their diseases and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And it says the whole crowd was trying to touch him. Usually we only think of The story of the woman with the issue of blood who tried to touch him, but now, no, this says everybody was trying to touch him because power was coming out from him and healing some of them, all of them, and healing all of them. And so he is a healer. You want to experience healing? Come to Jesus. What do you see here, Natasha?
1: Yeah, I saw those same things. Uh, People still seek Jesus for those very same reasons, to come hear him and to be healed. And I saw there was no uh, ailment or issue that was beyond his power. It talked about healing diseases. In unclean spirits, people were made well. So whether our healing is physical, spiritual, mental, or emotional, Jesus has the power to heal them all. And so I just I see that and it just as always the power and authority of Christ as the Son of God, um, that he was able, as you said, to heal them all. So there was nothing beyond his uh, scope of power. There was nothing beyond his reach. So to hear and to be healed, um, we still seek him for those reasons today.
0: Okay, good. So our next section is Uh, to experience blessing. Uh, If we wanted to stay with H's, we could have said experience healing and then to experience hearing, right? Because they got to hear him. And so, but we said experience blessing. So let me read verse, starting in verse number 20. Then looking up at his disciples, he said, blessed are you who are poor because the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are hungry now, because you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, because you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, when they exclude you, insult you, and slander your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy take note, your reward is great in heaven, for this is the way their ancestors used to treat the prophets. And so here's what they heard. They heard that they were going to be blessed. So God doesn't heal just for the sake of healing. He heals so we can hear. He heals so that we can hear Uh, And so to be uh, in a position to hear, so we'll be ready to hear. uh, And so we will believe what we hear when we hear of God's greater blessings. And so there it is. He just goes down. He talks to the poor, the hungry, those who are weeping, uh, those who are hated, insulted, and slandered. And he says, look, God is going to fix all that, too. And so this is a great, great message about the fact that we not only can experience healing in our lives, but we can walk every day experiencing the blessings of God, regardless of our current circumstances. What do you see here, Natasha?
1: Yeah, this is a appears on the surface as being very counter-cultural or counter to what the average person would consider to be a blessing. You know, you don't think blessed are you who are poor. You know, well that's not a blessing in that, but he he gives us a kingdom way of thinking here. So what doesn't appear to be a blessing, he says, you know, what you're experiencing now will result in a greater blessing in the future. Those who are poor, the kingdom of God is yours. And you may be in this situation now, but you'll experience something greater um in the future um, and so uh we go from like i said that physical those physical healings now he's dealing with um i think our emotions our spiritual our heart posture of who we are and how we are to uh to live and live life in him knowing that um greater blessings there's there's a greater promise ahead for each and every one of us
0: all right, so this is this is really great, uh, and uh, so this uh, this section uh, is very similar to what you would read in the Sermon on the Mount. So, if you want to go to Matthew five and uh, and and compare this to the Sermon on the Mount, that would be also a good addition for your study. Because here's the here's the bottom line: it is to exemplify love. So he came so we can experience healing, so we can experience blessings, but also to exemplify love. Let's pick up at verse number 27, Luke chapter 6. But I say to you who listen, love your enemies. Do what is good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other also. And if anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you. And from someone who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. And so, so what a, what a great and challenging teaching this is to exemplify love, loving your enemies, huh? Blessing those who curse you, and praying for those who mistreat you. Look, you could only do this if you are walking in Jesus power, right? If you've experienced his healing and if you experienced his blessing, then you will be able and ready to exemplify his love. Now, I've I've over the years I've heard a lot of Christians they're being honest, pushing back on on this these versus right here oh no I'm not I can I can distinctly remember preaching in one particular church uh and a guy got up after my sermon and said, oh no I'm not gonna be a doormat for Jesus and uh so look uh but look he says uh we can since we since we know we are loved by him and since we know we are healed, and held and blessed by him nobody else can really do us any wrong it's it's because i'm so in so captured and fully embraced by i know i'm fully embraced by his love that i can even love my enemy I'm I'm so full of his love I can do good to those who hate me I'm so full of his love I can bless those who curse me and mistreat me and if somebody takes my stuff right hey just go ahead take take this too um and uh you know you've got to just realize that God is going to take care of it all and rest in his nature, his power, his blessings, the hope that he speaks, and, and live this life to exemplify him. This this passage is only for those who would dare to wear the what would Jesus do bracelet. What do you think of the time? Yeah,
1: when I uh, read these verses, it makes me think of Romans eight thirty one. Um, if God is for us, who is against us? Um, and you're right. This is these are challenging verses. This is a challenging uh, mandate. But He's calling. Jesus is calling for us to live as children of God and not children of the world. So. Instinctively, our flesh tells us, oh, I'm not gonna just turn the other cheek when I get hit. I'm not just gonna let you treat me this way. But as you said, we are to exemplify love. And if God is for me, if God is on my side and my focus is him to live in his love and his power, then all those other things, they they don't matter. And I can And I can show and share the love of Christ. And I think the other thing we have to highlight and remember is we can't do this on our own. In and of our own selves, we're not going to be able to um, just love our enemies, pray for our enemies and to bless them. This comes um, only from the power of God, but we, it is possible with Him. When we live in Him, when we trust Him, and when we can give the same love that we receive from Him, that's that's our what He wants us to do. Um, is to love and show and share his love to others. They see that through us. Um, so it it doesn't make sense to us in this day and age, but we're not called to be of the, uh, of the world. We're called to be of the kingdom. And so um, we do that by exemplifying his love and living in his power.
0: Anybody can reflect back whatever you give. You get love and you give love. You get hate and you give hate. Anybody can reflect back the same thing they get. It's when the power of God is at work in our lives that we can reflect back the opposite of what we get. And uh, this is the challenge for those who are true. Come on now. True children of God. Uh, This uh, if you're just a church member, this is not for you. You can, you ain't gonna be able to handle this. But if you're a true child of God, you can live in the light of these verses. Uh, because uh, and, and and I ain't got time. You go go and dig in in your discussion about why why this is a more excellent way, huh? Um, and, to, and we have, we don't have time to go into all of that here on the podcast today so this is going to be a great lesson uh make sure that uh you are thinking wholly about the, all that this can mean in the life of in your life personally also but in the life of our community our country and our world right what what do these verses mean and how how do how do they ref, how would they create a society that we live in? And so, if you're a Bible study teacher, I want you to hold on just for a moment, because Natasha is going to give us a powerful one-minute teaching tip. But I just want to remind everybody, make sure everybody gets a copy of the U Bible Study curriculum for every member of the class and for those who might be visiting from time to time. Uh, you can find it at that's you.lifeway.com that's y o u lifeway it is our urban cultural forward bible study it comes in paper and digital formats there's a, the teacher guide is in the back of the book so it really helps people uh, who might not yet be teachers to learn the process The daily devotional pages are available to keep us engaged in the word of God every day. And there's a wonderful leaders pack to make your lessons even more powerful. It aligns with our Bible Studies for Life student and kids curriculum. So there's something for everybody. All right, Natasha, give us our teaching tip for today.
1: So our teaching tip for today is to acknowledge input from learners in the class. Um, As Bible teachers, we learn just as much from our students as they do from us. Um, And when learners add insight and comments on the lesson, we wanna make sure that we acknowledge their responses. Um, This makes learners feel noticed, it makes them feel valued, and it creates an engaging classroom environment. Also be physically present, make eye contact, and thank people for commenting it creates a safe space and it shows that you are actively listening to what they're saying you can also try repeating what they're saying in a different way to make sure that you heard them correctly and that they're share- and you're sharing what they've said
0: All right. This is excellent. Excellent. Thank you all so very much for joining us. Join us again for another You Bible Study Podcast, because you never know where God will take you.